Hey, podcasters. Welcome to another great week of Adulting with Friends. My name is Travis. Joined with me, as always, is my wife, Amanda, my best friend, Mike, and Minnesota's most sought-after date, Corey. During this episode, we drink Third Street Brew House's Sunseeker Shandy. This is a crisp, refreshing brew that screams summer in every sip. The hint of lemon is sure to transport your taste buds to a warm, sunny day, just like it was tonight. We rate this beer a 7.6 out of 10. Uh, We also grabbed a six-pack of the new Bud Light Orange, as well as a case of Michelob Golden Light. Uh, The Bud Light Orange was surprisingly good, and the Michelob Golden Light, we drank this simply because we were grilling before we... Uh, made the episode tonight, and that is a Minnesota staple of a grilling-type beer. So we urge you to try them because they're tasty and, you know, not that hard. So before we get into the details of today's episode, I just want to run through a few more items. Um, again, you can find us on Instagram and Twitter, both social media platforms. You can connect with us at AWF Podcast. Follow our page, keep up to date with us, and leave us comments. We will include our comments in our episodes, so we appreciate anything and everything you do for us listeners at AWF. Also, are you sick and tired of the endless conversations with people online? Do you miss the good old days? Do you yearn for the most basic of human interaction? Do you yearn to connect? Introducing Connect, the groundbreaking, soon-to-be-released app, which will change the way you meet people, real people, face-to-face. Connect allows you to see people around you in real time, match with them instantly, and if there's a mutual connection, you can begin chatting. But there is a catch. All connections have a limited time to chat before the online interaction expires, and once expired, your window of opportunity is closed. So get out there, locate, chat, and meet, and rediscover the power of face-to-face human interaction. In this episode, we talk about society's pressures of being in a relationship. We dive into the truths of our own relationships and how easier or harder or more or less convenient our lives are as single people versus not being single. What do you think, listeners? Are there pressures in today's world to be in a relationship? And where do these pressures originate from? Connect with the friends on Instagram, Twitter, at AWF. Like and share our pages to help us spread the word. Don't forget to subscribe to our podcast on Anchor.fm, iTunes, Overcast, Pocket Casts, and Radio Play, or wherever you listen to your podcast. Make sure to subscribe to us, leave us a five-star rating, and tell us what you think in the comments section. You cannot imagine how far this goes for us. The more and higher the ratings, the more we get to continue discussing the topics you like to listen to. And these ratings are not just for our own egos, but it helps us understand what listeners like you like best about the show. When you're done subscribing, rating, and commenting on our show page, email us at adultingwithfriends at gmail.com. That's adultingwithfriends at gmail.com, all spelled out. And tell us about it. We'll make sure to give you a shout-out at our next show. Tell us what you like and don't like, things we can improve on, ideas for upcoming topics, or other beers or liquor you'd like us to drink during our episodes and rate. We appreciate any and all feedback that you give us, but now, welcome to Adulting with Friends. Those are your smoky pants? I prefer them that way. They have smoky pants. Alright, I'm going to... I like smoky pants. I'm jumping in right into this. Who hears Laurel and who hears Yanni? It's Yanni, it's not Yanni. Yanni, Yanni. I don't Yanny. hear that anyways. Yeah. I hear Laurel. Fuck that. Because that's what the actual word is, is Laurel. Yanni. This is what it sounds like. Yanni. It's straight up Laurel. It's Laurel. Yanny. If you actually look it up, the yeah, person is do. legitimately saying Laurel. Did you see the thing where they they literally... A, a changed it? No, they put Laurel and Yanni on top of each other. If you remove the top part of the vocal, it says Yanni. I know, but if you remove things from it, the actual yeah, word that they're they saying is Yeah, two things over each other. It's playing both words. But but did you listen to that link I sent? Yeah. 
You heard Laurel on that? Yes. See, I've heard Annie. I've heard Laurel every single time unless they adjust the audio. Did well, you, how do you know if they adjust the audio? Did, did they you, say? No. Did you listen to Yeah, when to they were like the treble, they turn the treble up or turn the treble bass down or whatever. I heard Laurel every single time. Something I've always like, heard Laurel as the original clip when you click it. I hear Laurel when you adjust the audio. Did you, Hi. Did you I hear listen to it? Yanni or Yanni or whatever. I think it's Yanni. I think you guys are idiots. I think you can. I actually think we're getting punked by the internet, and this is a social experiment of people literally just being like, "Let's see how." It's Star Wars. Let's let's see how many people can literally retweet or actually get into arguments over this, even though it is only one thing. Somebody Laurel. Somebody like Jesus Christ did a social experiment on me. I. Hurt them. You're in the middle you of wouldn't know though until you're after. In the middle of social what if you're in a social I just bugs the shit right now. Life. It bugs the shit out of me. You're what not is, a scientist. You're, you're not doing actual show. Show. Yeah, yeah, you're you're know show right now. That'd be awesome. This is the Michael That's show. a social a experiment movie. that social we're show. a part of and know about. Good call because now that now that we are telling him about it, he's yeah. gonna be like, "Well, no, they wouldn't tell me about it." They would never tell me. Well, yeah, you skewed your data. You ever notice why his neighbors are always looking at him? Right. Okay. Wait. I've noticed. Got to turn way up. I am. We're gonna try and listen to Yanni versus Laurel here. Oh my God, it's Yanni! Don't say Yanni. He's not a it's fucking. It's totally Yanni. Yanni. It's Yanni. If you, if I were to I'm read that. That's Yanni. Laurel. Yanni. Yeah, that's so fake. You're still hearing Laurel there. I'm hearing Yanni. I hear. He's Yanni, not Yanni. Well, yeah, I'm hearing Yanni, but it's spelled Yanni. Hold up, just real quick. Now I'm hearing Laurel. Laurel. Now I'm hearing Laurel. Stum. Are you are you playing the same thing? Yes, I literally heard it both both ways. Just I'm I'm hearing Laurel. I'm only hearing Laurel now. Holy shit! You guys are. I've heard it once where the first one I heard was Laurel, and then it was Yanni. Yeah, that just happened to me. No, I'm hearing pure Laurel. That just fucking blows. That just blew my mind. It's the internet just fucking with us, is what it is. Seriously, because I heard Yanni like three times, and all of a sudden, all I heard was Laurel. It's just the internet, and I couldn't make myself hear Yanni. We should create our own debate, and then have people I, and have people lose their mind about it. Okay, I have. I got an idea. All right, what is it? Have people drive into a gas station and have. <laughs> That's fine. Let's have that debate. You Here's should, a debate for you. You should bring it up because obviously no one knows. It comes with that. a different story, though. So Amanda and I went to the Kenny Chesney, Thomas Rhett, Old Dominion, and Brandon Lay concert. Uh, the Around the Tour. Or Around the Globe Tour. Around the World Tour. Straight Clippers. It was great. Great concert. Everyone did awesome. It was about Flat Earth. No. Was raising a Flat Earth. It was around. So... Brandon Lay, the opener, was actually really good for an opener. For, you know, performed really well. Old Dominion did great. Thomas Rhett, that's actually what we went there to see. We actually went there to see him due to a previous concert being canceled. He was actually the best, I thought. Agreed. Yeah, he was the best. Actually went in the stage, grabbed people's phones like from the crowd and took selfies with them and pulled yeah, people on stage. What a douche. He was really good. Like, used the entire stage. <laughs> so... Now we get to Kenny Chesney, right? Kenny Chesney comes out. His first song is like 20 minutes long because he's dragging everything out. A lot of guitar solos. It's just, it's really long each song. 
and there's no breaks in between songs. It just goes from song to song. Like, there's no pause in between them. He merges every song together. So where we're sitting was on the floor, a couple sections back. We're on the edge of an aisle. There's a group of six women who are in the middle of our row who constantly throughout the entire night had been getting up, getting out, coming back in, sitting down, getting up, getting out. Probably 10 times, 15 times throughout the first three performers. In and out, in and out. Kenny Chesney starts, everybody's in their seats. Everybody's standing up in the entire U.S. Bank Stadium, right? Here we're standing up. The girl next to me, the woman, probably 40s, 40s, something like that, is eating a hamburger and sitting down. That's super weird to do at a concert, just in my opinion. It was chicken strips. Was it chicken strips? Whatever it was. She was eating. That's weird. Yanny Yanny Laurel. (laughs) Chicken strips for hamburger. What the fuck? How do you know? Okay. Let me get back to the story. Jesus. It's it's Amanda standing up on the aisle, then me, then this woman sitting down eating. Eating chicken strips or tomato soup. Or one of the two. I don't know. You can't tell. It was dark and loud. Then, Then everybody else is standing up in our row. You can't hear yourself think, and all of a sudden, I don't know what caused me to do this. I turn around and look towards my foot. She starts just projectile. No, I told Mike about it. Projectile vomiting on the floor. So what does she do? Grabs her cup and starts throwing up in her Fuck yeah, dude. Like a 32-ounce or probably... It was like a 32... No, it wasn't like that, though. It was like sad drunk. (laughs) Like, you weren't partying. You were, like, drunk and sad and lonely. Like, the people in front of us got up and got out. Like, I have never seen, like, myself or Amanda move that fast to get away. Don't know. We got out of there so fast. It smelled like... uh, like So what does she do? Everybody's fucking swearing at her and pointing at her. Nothing's happening. Her friends don't even notice. There's puke by her feet. So what does she do? Just stands in it. What? Just stands in it. What else is she gonna do? Leave. Go get someone. Yeah, to but she was with like five other friends. Nothing's happening. I guarantee she didn't drive. So we're yeah, she definitely did not drive. So we're standing in the aisle and stuff, and like security's telling us like because it's a fire hazard, you got to get out of the aisle, get back to your seats, and you can't talk to each other. So I'm pointing at this woman standing in her puke, and they're like, oh, okay, like, you're fine. Finally, the fire marshal of U.S. Bank Stadium comes and is like, you guys, get in your seats. Like, we we can't. She threw up right there. We're not standing there. He's like, then I got to ask you guys to go towards the back, which we're on the floor. It was fine. We still got to see the concert. We were happy. And I was pretty much done by Yeah, because we went there to see Thomas Rhett anyways. It was a long day. But she just hurled right next to us. So she keep she keep drinking. I doubt, I doubt it. it. Puking rally. I doubt it. She, Dude, that was my go-to. She was college. literally standing I would there. Just drink, drink, drink. Yeah, a little bit before we go out. Keep drinking. This is why it was sad, and it's horrible radio and like podcast. But I wish you could see her face because she just threw up, and then she would just breathe heavy, like sad. Just after I had seconds. Like that's all it was. Yeah, pretty much after you have your second plate of food. She's just not there. <laughs> no, she wasn't there. She was done spinning in her head, guaranteed. The shitty part about that, though... Like, she like wrecked the note. concert for other people around her. Well, and how much she paid for those tickets, and yeah. she doesn't probably remember a single thing. Probably not. She remembers half, like, halfway through her second puke sesh. Yeah. Like, at that age, you should... 
probably be able to handle that, That's why I'm saying. That's not party. That's not party. Ladies night out for sure. Still, but that's that's not partying. They were slapping that's the bag just in the parking lot. Sad at that yeah. age. Like that's just sad at that age in my mind. But like the thing, uh, yeah. So here's long story longer. Here's where the debate comes in. The next morning, or even on the way home, Amanda looks at me oh, and we're yeah. talking about the puke story, and she goes, "Yeah, but at least it wasn't pee." Oh, because they were saying on Wrong. the radio, they were saying on the radio that like in the sand pit, which did not have sand, which is I'm up close, sure. right in front of the stage. Yeah. That people were scared about like losing their spots, so they were just peeing. They're just they urinating on themselves. And so I was like, mm, would I rather be in the splash zone for pee or for <laughs> And here's the question: I gotta ask you, concert, no concert, anything. Would you rather be puked on or peed on? Peed on. Peed on. Peed on. Yeah. I agree, pee. Yeah. Because I think urine is just like, oh, it's urine puke. You don't yeah. know. It's so, so slightly filtered through the body. Yeah. And yeah. <laughs> I think it's sterile for. Right. Yeah. <laughs> you can drink yeah, your own urine. I'd rather smell like ammonia than like <laughs> chewed up chicken strips or spaghetti oh, or whatever the fuck. Or a hamburger. Or a hamburger. Yeah. I don't still understand how you don't know the difference between chicken strips or I wasn't paying attention to her. I was watching a concert. Next time Fair. I'll worry about the people Fair. next to me. Fair. Well, you probably should scout out, okay, you're eating chicken strips. Do I want to sit next to you? Or We didn't have a choice. Well, right, but you got to make sure, okay, that person might puke. Who do you want to stand next to? The chicken strips? We didn't have a choice. Or I mean, at any point, baked beans? I don't care so, what people are consuming. I don't want them puking next to me. True. I know you guys didn't see it, but were these people in the sand pit, quote unquote, whipping it out and peeing or literally peeing themselves? So I, in my mind, I picture more I'm women probably just standing there peeing. Oh, no. So women? Mostly. That's what I imagine. No. Maybe so like wearing dresses. What happens? Yes, so last year, stuff. last year at Basilica Block Party... And Basilica isn't that big of a, a, a concert. I mean, you can squeeze your way in. And but where we were before AWOL Nation went on, and they had to have been at the absolute most maybe eighteen, nineteen. I don't even think they were twenty. I think they'd been drinking, whatever. Guy literally whipped it out and was pissing, and it just went all over the street because in Basilica it's like the concerts are in the street around the Basilica, and. People were losing their shit, clearly, I mean, because he's peeing in front of everyone. Like, he's just whipped it out and pissing there, and no one did, I mean, people were freaking out trying to get him to leave, but he's with a whole group of people, I mean, what are you going to do? Yeah, exactly. Isn't that where, like, friend etiquette comes in? Like, I understand, like, he's part of your group. But he was just with a bunch of losers, too, I mean. One person should take that person out. Because I think later that night, the rest of them did it, too. They were all just a bunch of losers. Well, I feel like at our they concert, they on the street. Yeah, these people are doing it inside. We're, we're the Super Bowl. We were at the forty-yard line. <laughs> yeah, and this woman just hurled, and her friends probably didn't notice, but everybody around her did. It's not like you were on the turf, though. They had a floor. Yeah, yeah it was the floor. That's but disgusting. I feel like friend etiquette, like if that was one of like if that was one of you two, I'd be like, I gotta take him out. Like but, I got yeah, but if she's lie, that drunk, the rest of them are that drunk. If okay, but here's my argument to that. If we go to a Kenny Chesney concert and I love Kenny Chesney, and you make it all the way to his third song and then you puke, you can go fuck yourself. I'm watching the concert. Friend etiquette? No. At that same time though, I feel like I would be like, hey, security, like she needs out. Yeah, but what well, then you're gonna, gonna boot her, and then you're gonna go yeah. stand by the car. Yeah, but literally, you know, because she's gonna be a Dewey, you can't go give her the keys. Even if you, 
Even she if you love Kenny Chesney that much. That's her own fault when Did it comes you, no, to love None of her friends. friends were like, hey, you need to go yeah. out and wait in the if car. If you're a true friend, it's like, get you're fucking disgusting. Get out of here. You gotta know when to cut your friends off. Oh, yeah, absolutely. That's more so, like, cut them off and, like, yeah. we need to not stop drinking. I mean, at that point, it's, it's a, kind of a, a hard question because if you do call security, they're either going to get booted and the detox is going to get called. I mean, ultimately, the end goal, if you don't go and take care of them yourself, detox is getting called, or you just pretend you don't see it and just let her sit in her own oh, it was gross. That's disgusting. I cannot... It was gross. It's, it's not that... She wrecked Kenny Chesney for us, which we weren't there to see. We weren't there to see Thomas Rhett and Old Dominion. But Kenny Chesney, obviously, we paid for the whole concert. And, like, the people around us, nobody wanted to stand in that area. Next time we meet, you have to bring one of those, like... Shamu plastic bags. Sham wows? No, the Shamu when you're like in the splash zone. And oh, yeah. Bring a poncho. Gross. <laughs> There's I no rain in the forecast, but there might be vomit. <laughs> so speaking of concerts, you, Corey, and Mike had yourselves oh, a yeah. dude date last night, so right? Better than oh, right. hell yeah. Went to Anderson East at first Ave. Fucking awesome show. Dude yeah. is so fucking talented. If, so is it a band or is it a dude? Well, Anderson he's, East he's is a, a man. man. Yeah. But Anderson East is the main, main he's a manly singer, man okay. uh, from Nashville. Um, his genre is a sentence long. I mean, it's legitimately a mix between like alt rock, old school rock, country, bl- blues, rhythm and blues, gospel, all literally formed in this hodgepodge of just fucking pure manliness of a <laughs> badass <manliness>. singer. <laughs> Seriously. Is he an older guy or is he No, he's guy? maybe uh, early 30s. 30s. Okay. He's been around the block. So, you know, not to be all like TMZ and oh, yeah, magazine yeah. shit, but Anderson East was the other man between Miranda Lambert and Blake Shelton. <laughs> Whoa! Really? Now they're yeah. interested. Yeah, oh, I still don't care, but that's a unique fact. Yeah, so he he was the other guy. Uh, like, By the way, hold up. I thought... He was cheating? No, she Blake. cheated. Oh, really? She was a cheater, yeah. So Hopefully she, he's a ten times... And hell of a way better. Ten times more attractive than Blake Shelton. She's better off. Well, now she's apparently not with him anymore. Now she's oh. like the lead singer of the Turnpike Troubadours. Anyway. <laughs> oh, the Turnpike Troubadours. Just, just fucking downgrading. <laughs> anyway. Can I take dibs on that name, or is that actually that's a name? That's oh, dang it. Dang it. Um, but no, he was fucking awesome. It was yeah, so good. Guys. If you haven't seen a concert at First Ave, I mean, it's just an experience in itself, too. I mean, it's not like it's anything fucking amazing. It's, it's just Prince's more of a... place, though. Yeah, First he, Ave he is a, legit. Yeah. yeah, and he did an awesome cover of... A Prince song. So, so which you, song? Well, which song? Up. Don't say Purple Rain. No, it's not Purple Thank Rain. God. I can play a Dude, you, I can't remember what's Whatever called. it was. Corey didn't snap you the whole concert? No, I think I... I sent a one couple long I just ones clicked just it for fucking, just to piss you off. Okay, so what'd you guys say? How would, how would you classify what you guys did? Would it be a dude date? I'd call it a dude date. Sure, if you want to put labels on it. Yeah, a bro date. A bro date. Yeah. Why would you have to label it though? We just went to a concert. Yeah, as bros. Together. Together. As well, yeah, we drove together. Did you stand by each other? No. What are you guys getting at here? <laughs> no, not weird. I was just, I'm trying to segue. <laughs> <laughs> I get what you're doing there. It's not. 
I'm segwaying. <laughs> we're not segway. helping. We're not going to help you with well, this. Anyway, thing. so I was going to say. You're on your own. You guys see any couples at the concert? Yeah, dude. The couple in front of us were fucking good shit. Yeah, I like that dude. He has a legit shirt on. Is he like a fish or shrimp or something like that? It was like little uh, fish, but they were like the bone fish. Yeah. We were, uh, so we were a little buzzed. Mike was drunk. I drove, so I kept it to only six beers. Oh, <laughs> that sounds so bad. Um, but no, right. so we would. I mean, I, I feel like it was a really cool, interesting like dynamic within the crowd. There are a lot of people, a very large mix of ages. And it really was. It was just cool. It was really cool. Um, and at some point, we would be just obnoxiously, blaring, you know, yelling out like a. You know, oh, we were fucking boo girl. Sorority girl drunk. Yeah, but the guy in front of us was loving it. It was just like fist bump, but bump us when we were fucking just screaming, hooting, and hollering because it was fucking great. They were a young couple. It was so good. Loving it. Yeah, it was. How young? So early twenties. Early twenties. The pianist for good segue. Okay. The pianist for Anderson East that was fucking money. Oh yeah, she so literally like she, guitarist, no, pianist, no legit piano. Yeah, yeah. and he let him like do like a, do like a ten minute oh, solo session. Cool. It was legit. It's a lot of pianists anymore. Yeah, exactly. And then they had like a trumpet and a trombone it's not easy to carry or sax. A piano around. Sax is always cool too. And then uh, two brothers are the bassist and much guitarist. That was kind of cool. They had some bomb ass hats. Mm-hmm. So segue into that. <laughs> To are you supposed, are you supposed to state when you're segwaying? No. Well, the segway yes. just supposed to naturally no, no, no. happen. You state segways. <clears throat> segways. Yeah. You state segways. I guess like that a, is one way to do it. This like, is a segway. Yeah, it is a segway. Um, so that young couple, you thought they were early 20s? Mm-hmm. That's something like that, yeah. So that's pretty typical kind of Midwest, get into a relationship right away. In high school, then you're in a relationship in college, married, young, kids, the whole kit and caboodle. Like, kind of a whole process. That's you know, just kind of what society does. Segway oh into God. this. Just ask us your question. <laughs> Alright, do you yeah. think there are societal pressures in the United States, even the world, I guess, to be in a relationship? Oh, good God, yes. Amanda. Yeah. Am I supposed to elaborate? <laughs> no, I don't think you have to elaborate. Yet. Are we doing your little we're doing agree or disagree? Like questionnaire? Yeah. We're doing our questionnaire right now. So Amanda says yes, there are societal pressures. I mean, let's just cut to the chase. We all think there are. I don't, if someone I, says there isn't, just speak now. I just want to say there's not as much as there used to be, obviously. Yep. Okay. I don't know. I'm, I, think it, I guess it all depends on like yeah your circle. Of I'm going to go exactly. because I've actually looked up facts and statistics well, and say... That's not cheating. Yeah, that's kind of his job. Yeah. That's my job. Are you, you're not looking up facts. Oh He's a fact checker. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to say uh, not as much as there used to be. That's exactly what I'm so smart. Mike just said. I'm, I'm literally the smartest and man alive. Facts too. No, I'm just, Corey, just really Corey obviously says yes. There are societal pressures. So, where do those societal pressures come from? Whoever wants to take off from here. Well, I was going to say, like, to your, not as much as there used to be. I I don't, okay. Not Bring that it. it's not necessarily true, but I feel like, like, when my parents grew up, if you weren't, like, my parents were married at, like, 21. Yeah. Had a baby nine months later. Yeah. Like, Idiots. Yeah. Uh, well, but that's what you did yeah. back then. And, like, that and if was you like, weren't that person. And they literally you probably should have stopped. They, I mean, 
They won the lottery with Troy, and let's be honest. <laughs> <Yeah>. One <laughs> But yeah, it was. No, I, I think that's just how it was back in the days. If you weren't in a relationship, like, what's wrong with you? Like, yeah, if you weren't, like, married and having kids young, it was like, you. This is like the 50s, 60s, yeah. 70s. Yeah. And, and I still well, you were always the, the, now it's the cool uncle, but then yeah. it was kind of like, you know. Creepy. Yeah. <laughs> but I was going to say, like, I think now it's, it's not as like oh you're not married at 21 i think it's oh you're not married by 30 and then and it's like, you should delay and then yeah it's just kind of like oh well, you're young like you have some time and now it's just kind of like there's like a, there's, a certain age point later in life where it's like oh you like you're not married yet you don't have any kids like well, would you would you say though rather than even saying to the okay yes you said the, the point of marriage but i would say that Yo, you're not married by 21, or you're not married by 22, or whatever the numbers you're throwing. And now instead of married, oh, you're not in a serious relationship, or oh, oh you're yeah. not dating someone, or oh, you're not bringing someone home for Christmas. So it's just I mean, you, the timeline is just moving. Can, yeah. can I add something to that? Because like we talked about this, I don't remember which podcast it was. It was the millennials one, probably. But basically, the thing is like because people are living for so much longer than they used to, mm-hmm. and there's this new. Uh, time of your life basically you are a child you're an adolescent then you're an adult but now basically because people are doing things the way they are now and they're living longer it's called emerging adulthood and it's like in between adolescence and actual adulthood it is adulting no this is (laughs) this is an actual thing though yeah and uh so like it's just people are moving back in with their parents like it's really a millennial thing but it's basically because we're emerging adults. We're not, you know, once you hit 30, obviously, then you're yeah. an adult. But, yeah, between the ages of, like, 18 and 26, 27, you're an emerging adult. Yeah. And it's a, I guess it's a legit thing, which could kind of explain why, why you think, like, you know, the pressure is still there. It's just pushed off to a later age. Yeah. You know it's, what I mean? It's real. I think. But then, but then I feel like too, cause I was just going to say like, I mean, both my brothers got married like later, like in their late twenties, early thirties. But then it was like, they got married, they had a kid, they had a kid. Like they did everything like bang, bang, bang. Like there was no. They caught up. The, yeah. There was no like, we're going to get married and we're going to like wait a few years and like enjoy married life and yeah. then like have a kid and then see how things go. And then maybe have a kid like three years later. It was literally yeah. like, we're 30, we need to get married, we need to have a kid nine, nine months from now, and then, like, nine months after that, we need to have, like, another kid. Yeah. You guys are kind of following the same path. Uh, not really, because we've been married for over a year. Yeah. We were together, you know, actually, we're not following the same path, because here's where my statistics come into play. The average age of marriage for men in the 70s was 25. Now, as of 2017, the median age of marriage is 29. But I was going to say, too, like, I think a lot of that has, like, comes down to, like, biological time clock, especially if you want to have children, because, like, the older you get, like, the less... For women, yeah. Well, for guys, too. Well, yeah, yeah. Can I stop you you there? Yeah. Because guys don't have that biological clock. Because we can literally have babies for our entire lives. Well, yeah, but, but... We can make... People pregnant. Yeah, but your quality of Fragante. your quality of sperm decreases. Pregnant. I mean, it yeah, only takes one. I, exactly. Well, I mean, pregnant. 
That's true. That's literally all. So the median the age only for, gave her one try. So the median age for <laughs> the, her, her <laughs> the median age for women was twenty two. Now it's twenty seven point four. Oh, what you said? That's, that's a category? big jump. It was twenty five. Yeah. Now it's twenty nine. This years. is when you get married. Four yep. years within thirty years. That's actually the highest jump that there's ever been when it comes to marriage statistics. But women jumped seven and a half years? 27 no, to 22, so five years. Five years? Okay. Yeah. yeah a little but more. Uh, Pew Research, again, basically predicted if this trend continues, which it's looking like it's going to, 25% of Americans will be single by the age of 50, which would be the highest recorded in history. One in four people, when they reach 50, will be single their entire life. Which, like, honestly, like, I think is kind of, like, not, like, a shitty stat, but it sounds like... It's, it's a like, negative connotation on it. It's like one in six people is going to get cancer in your oh, yeah. lifetime. No. One in like, five oh, people are going to be oh, single. Oh, no, yeah. I'm going to be single. Right. I'm going to dream. Right. Yeah, there's a lot of pros to it. So that's, yeah, my thing is... It's not even pros and cons. It's, like, if it happens, it happens. And if people, like, I think more so of, like, it's not in society looked down upon, like, if you're single... You failed. No, no. What are your own defi- or your definition of success is your own. Yeah, it's very subjective. What Reach. you you think? And I don't want to say six like success, but like uh, your goals in life. Yeah, what's your you, own what's personal? What's going to make you happy? If traveling and being single, or maybe you know your when you were growing up, or your initial thoughts were you know yeah, that's being a relationship. But if it doesn't happen, it doesn't happen. Fine, whatever. Yeah, but I don't. I don't think people anymore are like, oh my god, poor, poor her, or poor. I don't man. think that's there anymore. I think people think that because there's I, certain I, people that there's do. certain, yeah. but I don't think I it's anymore. Where it's like poor Mary Beth hasn't got a husband yet. I, th- and she's I think. Well, I, was say, I think it's sometimes like unfortunately like Jen. I feel like it's sadder if a girl is older and is single versus like if a guy is older and single. I I agree with you. I think that is kind of how it's taken. Yeah. Ooh. Right. Because I think it's like guys are like, oh, they're just living the single life, like bachelor pad, whatever. Just and own it more. For and girls, girls just like, get oh, more she, cats. Yeah, she got another cat. <laughs> yeah. Like, that's not good. So get this. <laughs> start to get sad. Yeah. yeah. My, once you are outnumbered by cats, that's when you know. So it's, you can't have more than one. Yeah. I, I say once you have this equal amount of cats, you fucked up. Cats oh, Here's my last stat of the night. In, since in two, 2017, the Census Bureau reported a record number of adults in the U.S. were not married. Uh, that's more than 110 million residents were either divorced, widowed, or had always been single, which is higher than 45% of Americans. That's the highest it's ever been. I'm not, I'm not gonna lie, I completely blacked out when you said that. Basically, <laughs> in 2017, we've had the highest percentage of Americans. Almost 50 percent of the country is single. Okay. No. And Almost. Like, not that this. Well, it's like kind of relevant, but I heard something on the on the Today Show the other day where it was like the average cost of a wedding nowadays is thirty three thousand dollars. We that's got by. Average. We got cost. by for under ten thousand. We were around, yeah, around ten. And, and that's that was like, cheap. And that was like. <laughs> I don't get it. I'm sorry. I would never spend thirty. Th- I would. Never I would never spend a dollar on a marriage. I spent. We spent more money than I wanted to yeah. on our wedding, and not because like. I didn't want, like, nice things or whatever, but it's just, like, when you start thinking about, like, all the stuff you have to pay for. Yeah, like, no. like, stamps to send out invites. Yeah, like, that know, shit adds up. Stamps are a killer that nobody thinks about. I don't know. I I see married people and I think, oh, poor 
for them. Aw, sad. I was just going to say, like, I, again, back to, like, not the whole millennial thing, but it's like, we have student loans, and, like, we're expected to buy a house, and they don't cost $6,000, like, no. back in Karen's day. Yeah, back I in Janice's day. I bet that has a lot to do with it, because, I mean, if you look up these stats where, like, the amount of student debt we have versus back then, or, you know, the amount of, like, economic pressure that's on us, like, housing yeah. being way more expensive now than it ever was. College degree well, puts us gonna, instantly in debt. But and that was, like, our thing, too, was, like... There's got to be a correlation there. Well, because, I mean, we... I mean, okay, I guess people would maybe look at our engagement as, like, a longer engagement, but it was, like, we need, like, that time to, like, save up money. How long is engaged for? Almost uh, two years. 16 months. Yeah. So that's the thing, too. Like, back we in the day... We saved up for that. Like, back in the day, Which you know, hard. we have way more people going to college now than ever before. Yeah. yeah. And, you know... It was used to be normal to just like go out of, get out of high school, get a job, find a girl, get married, have kids, settle down. That that was the normal like formula to follow. I think oh, yeah. Another and, thing, and now you're like college and college is a great thing, but it's setting you back in your life. But, but I think oh, too. Yeah. But what I think too is that I feel like if that's what your goals are, the, the difference is, and maybe it's. Maybe this is just me, or maybe our our friend group, or the people I, I surround myself with too. I think that people are maybe delaying these things because they have goals and ambitions that they realize that yeah, can you achieve those goals when you have a family or whatever? Yes, you can. But some you there's obviously got to be a point where someone's going to get the shit end of the stick. So say you have a family, but you have these really good ambitions or strong ambitions to go and achieve you know your career success as well. If you want to achieve that career success, your family is going to take a hit. Well, a if lot of times you have to If you want to have a great family, you're, um, maybe possibly your career is going to take a hit because you're not going to want to move. You know, if I have an opportunity to get a promotion but I have to move, sorry, I don't want to uproot my family. Speaking about moving. They, they, I think people have these goals and these ambitions and I feel like they're being smart about it. So in moving, I heard this stat the other day, 45% of Americans never move away from like it's like twenty miles from their hometown. Wow, that's basically saying nobody ever moves from where you grew up. So yeah, there's a lot of differences in there. Yeah, no roots. Great song. Wow, Paul the dog just farted, and that is strong. I mean, it could have been Corey. <laughs> oh my, that's a dog fart. It is. That is a dog fart. But yeah, that's when you're talking about moving and moving uprooting your family. Half of America will never move away. Right, but I think that that comes into because I feel like our generation is very in tune with ourselves and those around us and that if they have these goals they don't want to be selfish I mean yeah, yeah you could you look at it and be selfish but if you then at some point in your life the decisions you make not only affect you they affect those around you and by jumping and I don't want to say jumping your family but you know if you have, your goals are career based, then maybe the people are making decisions to hold off on that family until they can achieve those goals or set themselves up that they're in a comfortable spot. I so, think last well, the, the money part has like a really because it's so much more expensive to do things now. Like my parents bought the house that they're in for like thirty thousand yeah. dollars. Like third, I would I'd buy six houses right now for thirty thousand. What's inflation? Oh no, that's inflation actually turned out to be not that much. 
Inflation really isn't as bad as people make it out to be when it comes to, like, homes but, and big economical purchases. Well, yeah, I was going to say, like, compared to the... The dollar The, the amount of money they were making at yeah. that time to pay for a $30,000 house compared to what we're making right now to pay for our It's still house. not like, as it's bad. It's probably comparable, but, like, at the same time, they also didn't have student loan debt right. and, like... My mom stayed home with Troy and Brian, yeah. and, you know, there's, like, all these costs that they just That's the thing, have. exactly. Like, they were able to buy a house and raise three kids. On while, one salary. On one salary. Yeah, I know. Nowadays, people are, like, you two, married, two salaries, or two incomes. Yep. Most of the time, people have multiple jobs doing that, too. Well, we're, already, we're already freaking out, like, with her maternity leave. Like, but not being paid for a month. Like, yeah. yeah, we we can live off my salary. Yeah, your but mom stays home with buy the kids. Food, you know, we could pay for the house. We could do everything. But then there comes the extra of the oh shit money. You know. Well, yeah. I mean, what happens if you're like doing that and you have it budgeted perfectly where you're <laughs> able to buy food, but then all of a sudden your car breaks? Down. Yeah, exactly. We don't have that room, and for us, we do fine. Like, we do just fine for what we do, what we spend, things like that. But, yeah, so, okay, so where does the societal pressure come from well, for everybody? I feel like, family. The, yeah, the older generation, I feel like they're like, well, family. yeah, for my percent family. Yeah, it's like, well, I was married and had a kid right. by the time, I had three kids. Almost like a competition. Age. Yeah. Well, when I was your age, I had this. I had three kids. Yeah, two they, jobs. they just want you to do what they did. Yeah. But then they were also the ones. Pressuring me to like go to college. I was I'm the yeah. first one in my family to get a college degree. Yeah. Okay. Sure. So yeah, they still want me to do that thing. Like, like every time you come home, hey, uh, you seen anyone? Anyway. Right. But so you can bring someone home for Christmas, right? And that, and that <laughs> like, okay, whatever. But I had one time I had a really like honest opinion, or like I I say things like just in conversation with family of, you know. If I ever find someone, or if I have kids, or if I have a family, all this stuff, at some if. point, yeah, if, because, like, I'm not, like, banking on this. And Obviously not again, pressuring yourself Right, absolutely not. It's, it it's, 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 a, it's a big if. It's, if it's in the cards, great. If it's not, not. And I've had family that have, like, had a heart-to-heart to me, like, you need to stop talking like that. You'll find someone. I'm like... No, you need to stop being so concerned uh, about me finding yes. someone because if I... like that pisses me off. Oh, go, dude. Because Tell me about so it. I need to... You're saying if... Yeah. You're saying if in, in like a because positive way. I'm, I'm a realist. You're a realist and it's like something that... I'm not living in you, La La Land. You literally, you're like, if it happens, it happens and that's great. And you're right. actually being optimistic about it while still saying if. And they're like... They're looking at that like it's the most negative thing. Right. Like, yeah, you gotta stop talking you're, like that. You're, Come on. You're, you're, you're dogging yourself. Like, they don't say that, but that's basically yeah, what they're that, saying. Exactly. I'm like, you're a good guy. You'd be a catch. Okay, that's not what I'm, that's not what I'm saying. Yeah, I have I'm just plenty of you. self-confidence and, oh, like, self-esteem. I feel like I have more self-confidence because I'm cool if I don't, like... Exactly. And I, I hate saying the word find someone because it's not like a, like, that's something like a trap. Like, I have a fucking... Well, it's like you're looking. I have one of those fucking, like, snare traps on, <laughs> on, an, on a tree that if someone walks across and all of a sudden this chick's going to be hanging upside down by her ankle, I found you. You don't have that? I don't. I mean, I got a few of them. Maybe I should do that. That's how I'm going to find a chick. Exactly. I was gonna say like I gotcha. I know somebody around like my brother's age who he's gonna be my oldest brother's gonna be forty five this year. But no, he's not. Yeah, he is. 
Um, no, he's not. Yeah, he is. Um, <laughs> you don't know how old your brothers are. Yeah, I do. No, you're actually right. Yeah. Um, but anyways, like, I, I feel like this... Holy shit. I know. Yeah, he's right? Five years from 50? Yeah. That's, oh, that's that crazy. But I feel like this person got to the age where he felt, like, really pressured to be like, if I don't find somebody now, like, my timeline... Or oh society's timeline of how my life should go isn't gonna pan out. So it it was literally like found found a girlfriend, dated for a year, got married. Like he basically he, he settled. He, he, he settled exactly. Like how long did the relationship last? Were they divorced? Already? No, they're still together. It's not like super. I mean, it's not great. It's not horrible, but it's not something that I look at and I'm like. It's also not super romantic. Oh no! It's just like no, not at all. Lame. But that's what that's what I'm saying. Like, see, that's where, a checkbox. Yeah, see, and where, I hate that. where you guys are like, oh, like, like I've ex- not like I don't want to say like accepting because I feel like when you say like I'm I've accepted it or like I'm okay with it, it kind of sounds like, oh, you're just saying that because you have to say that. But like, I feel like that's a good thing where you're not really giving in to. Well, society wants me to be married and have two kids by now, right. so I should go out and find a mate. And Am I on? Get her. Are we on? Like, are are Mike and I both on dating apps? Absolutely. Are we on dating apps because we're trying to find this like missing part in our lives because we can't exist without it? Fuck no. No, because we if mean, someone we matches mean, like the 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 like super serious dating apps where you're paying for them and you're like actually out there like eHarmony and Match.com oh but we have stories where those don't work out as well as a man that likes to think they are well I don't know here's here's my like honest opinion about it and like I can get kind of serious with you guys for a minute but I think that I've gone through some like huge changes over the last like three or four years and one thing that I've really realized is that you have to, like, be good with yourself uh-huh. and, like, actually take care of yourself and, uh, I don't know how to explain it, but you, before you can, like, actually go out there and start looking, absolutely, you just need to, like, work on yourself, basically. Yes. Oh, yeah. 100%. Yeah, absolutely. And then, if it, like, then you can be in that place where Corey is, where he says, if it happens, it happens, and I'm okay with that if it doesn't happen it doesn't happen and i'm okay with that because i know that i'm the person that i want to be absolutely you know what i mean you gotta be comfortable with your right. own skin. i my not, not even like it's not even comfort but if you're not like trying to improve yourself and like or just like you know be the person that you actually want to be versus trying to like just go out there and find somebody just just go out there and find right. somebody you're not doing and them I, any favors right. either well, and I, and I think so, and I feel like in previous podcasts that we've we've ta- talked about where Amanda's been honest about her feelings towards me being extremely super picky, possibly about <laughs> you know who I'm trying to find. I feel like this is a perfect example of what's really happening. Yes, in high school and maybe in college, before you know. Previously, in past years, yes, maybe that's the case, but to Mike's point of after you have time to really to figure out who you are, doing some self-reflecting, and you know, maybe move to a different place where you don't know a lot of people, or you just have time to, yeah, think. I mean, you could do it without having to move, but it's not that you're being picky, it's that you're so extremely comfortable with yourself, and you're so happy with who you are as an individual that you're not being picky, it's that... This is who, this 
person or this idea of this person is who I am, and I don't want to say looking for, because it's not like you're actively constantly searching. It's just, this is the person, or these are my values of this is a, like a type of person that's going to match mine. And if it's not right, it's not right because it's not a checkbox. It's not an, an end to a means. It's not like, I'm just going to find this girl just so I can procreate and you don't have babies. Have- have marital problems, fight about fucking money, and then get divorced. <laughs> Woo! American dream. No, and you don't that's have not the, fucking And you it. don't have the... It's really nice because you don't have the pressure right. to find that. So you're not out there actively searching for right. it. You're actually just being yourself. And when you find somebody right. who really clicks with you and is compatible and like... Right. If it comes along, it's it comes along. It, and that's how it's supposed to work. Yeah, right. And the shitty part about it is that, like, yeah, I've had multiple in the last year, year and a half since I've been back dates or people who have gone on a handful of dates, three whatever dates of me thinking two, three, one, whatever, thinking like, hey, yeah, this person is looking like it's lining. Like again, not that I have this cookie cutter mold, but like it's like, wow, this person is vibing with, like, what I mm-hmm. personally agree with in my views and things like that, and all of a sudden, out of nowhere, or it just, all of a sudden, just fizzles out, it doesn't work. Is that frustrating? Absolutely, but it's not a frustrating of, like, fuck this, fuck them. No, it's, it's back to, like, I'm happy with myself. Yeah, if it fine. doesn't work out, it's not a big deal. It's I'm not, not the end of the world. Like, so my be, life is a failure. Oh my you god! Might, you might still be feeling some pressure. Otherwise, you probably wouldn't be frustrated at all. You know what I mean? Like, well, I'm saying frustrated of like you, you, you meet someone and you're like, oh, okay, cool. This is this is cool. So you're you awesome. Have, we have, you have like, it's a different frustration. You have it's like hopes. Pressure. What? Like hopes for what this relationship is going to be when when it fizzles out and then you. Well, yeah, I feel like, like anyone has hopes. You should have hopes. Okay, when, like, okay, so let's, for example, when I, like, I, let's say I just meet somebody. Yes. And, like you said, you're vibing, you're feeling good, yep. everything's going well. Do you automatically, like, start, like, figuring out, like, where you want this to go? Like, do you actually, like, start, not planning it, but kind of, in your head? Like, Visualize. Exactly. I mean, I think... If, do you? If, yeah, because okay. I think if you don't, I think that... I did. To me... I don't. I, but see... Yeah, I don't know. I don't... I, I, I do. I, and I know... I know you guys don't... I know you guys think I, I do this on purpose. I, I like to go against the... <laughs> I like to go against the grain. No. I like to be, like, contradictory. <gasps> but literally, like, when I meet somebody, and I, like... I just like to... I like things to, like... Progress like naturally and yeah. organically, and I don't put my I don't put pressures on myself of like, oh, this is going well. I need to like make sure it keeps going well because then you start putting the pressures on yourself like, oh, what if I do this? What if I do that? So what if I do this wrong? I think there's internal pressure. But is there? Well, are you being too too laissez faire about it? But I was gonna say, am I being too laissez faire about it? Yeah, maybe. Is that because of not to like dagger? But is that because of like past experiences? I don't... No, I think... I mean, I've... I don't have, like, the same goals relationship-wise as a lot of people. Like, I... I like uh, socializing with people. And I honestly... I like being in, you know, relationships and whatnot. But 
I don't care to get married. I don't want to have kids. Mm-hmm. So, obviously, those pressures are not on me automatically. Right. So, I don't actually, like, go through this whole thing of, like, trying to put pressures on myself of, I gotta make this work. Yeah. You know? But do, but do you, you want to see it work, though? I mean, because I don't think, I don't put pressure on myself of, like, Court, you have to make this one work. The last 15 have it worked. You've only made it to date one, you know, two, three, three, so, so, God, so like, No, it's just more of, like, <laughs> I, when, like, so when I I see where you're going with so it. I've done this, yeah. I've, I've done this before. I've done this before where I've 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 gone into relationships and I start putting those pressures on myself and I you know try start visualizing and I look like I look too far into the future. Absolutely. And it just and I like self sabotage. But so and I get that. The so the realization that I've come to is that I just want to enjoy the moment and um, let it be what it is. But if we had this conversation five years ago, would you still say the same thing? Oh, probably not because he's grown since then and had... But I'm saying... Well, you, like, in a, you were in a relationship. Five years ago, you were in a really serious relationship. Yeah, but that's what's with, caused a life-changing event. I know, but that's what I'm That's what I'm saying is that like... It's hard though. Hindsight's always twenty twenty. Yeah. I mean, you can't... Because I feel like he could then question and say, I can compare who I was then to now, and I'm not putting, I didn't know you then. So I'm just mm-hmm. assuming, or not assuming, but like hypothetically speaking, so, that you may look back and say, I didn't like who I was compared to who I am now. But at that point, he didn't know. Yeah. So it's hard to compare and be like, oh, five years ago, we've done it. Maybe not, so, maybe. The relationship you're talking about was literally like the longest relationship I've ever had. How long was it? Like six years. Yep. Um. Obviously, the most serious relationship yeah. I've ever had. But even then, and part of the reason that it didn't work is because I don't have those same like end game. I don't want to get married, and I don't want to have kids. And obviously, that our like yeah end goals were very different right. in that in that sense. You know, there was obviously other problems or whatever we won't get into, but back then, yeah, I was struggling with um, what I wanted out of life. Because I, I, I feel like I did still have the same outlook because the way it started, the way that relationship started and the way it grew was very natural. You know, it was, everything was great. Um, it just got to a point where she it wanted to It got to a point where, yeah, she... Exactly. Well, I was say and I was at that point where I was ready to, I don't want to say settle, but I, I was ready to compromise. I was just going to ask. More like, than you wanted you, to. If you would have gave in to, okay, I'll marry you, okay, like we can have a baby, <laughs> to you would that have been, would that have been settling? It's not settling. Okay, so I was literally. It's compromising more than what I was literally on did. the verge of, I was compromising. I was going to. Um, Give up his. Right, what he wants. Aspect of it. I was going to uh, propose, you know, mm-hmm. in, you know, very shortly, but not the, because you wanted to, because she wanted to. Be because I knew, to. because I knew that she wanted to, and you know, I was one hundred percent in love. Right? Well, that's what you do in a relationship. But I would never budge on the kids thing. I will not have kids. Yeah, and so 
Yeah. That's a deal breaker for her. Absolutely. So you were like, well, I'm giving you half of what you want. Kind it, of, sort of. You know, it's not... Like, hopefully... Not just like, like not just like, oh, I'm just going to keep you happy by getting married, you know? Yeah. I hate to look at it that way. But... Kind of. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, but he, no, but he was to the point of he wanted her in his life forever. Well, that's what you and do in a relationship. Is well, I would, I would say that. I, mean, I, that that's how, I feel like that in itself... Well, no... Oh, I thought you meant, like, you get married. I'm like, that's the No, he was sacrificing <laughs> because that's what you do in a relationship. Right. You do love someone. It's like... Yeah, don't necessarily get married, but yeah. Yeah, I'm willing to sacrifice this for you, but, get, you know, there is a, a, there's a hard stop. Yeah, it's a give and take. It cannot be right. a take-take or a give-give. Those so relationships do not. Exactly. And, and, I, and I feel like that's the whole thing. Getting back to what I was saying, not to change subject or go back, but... Uh, it's not that people are picky or being superficial or things like that. It's just that I feel like people now have time or are taking the time to really understand what they want and what really is going to mesh with their views and their moral compass or their whatever of, I'm going to find someone that's going to fit that. And if not, that's okay. I'm going to find someone, like, I'll maybe find someone else. But if not, I'm okay with what I've decided. That's Going back to what I said, that's... Being okay with yourself, with not being okay, but being good. Right, yeah, you gotta Absolutely. be fine with yourself. Possible, hundred percent. You don't know who you are. Nobody else because that's know who life you is are. about trying to be happy. I think absolutely. I mean, that's my outlook on it. Well, I was gonna say just to defend myself, so I don't sound like a complete b word, but. From before, but. I who, who are you budding? Because you, you were like, oh, well, Amanda's took, p- taken pokes at me before about the girls I want to date, which is true. I will not, like... Hey, I'm not, I'm Amanda not defending. Does. Don't say no, I'm, no. I'm attacking you. No, Amanda but, defends her friends. But I'm just, but I'm saying, like, ten years ago, like, you'd be like, oh, my God, this girl's so hot. Like, look at her body and ass. And, oh, my God. And she's got Again, ten views. years ago, no, I was a total diva. No, I know what I'm just saying, but that's where, that's where I was like... Change. He had white sunglasses. And now, like, I feel like when you... Hopefully gas cans, bro. <laughs> when you talk about a girl, you're like, oh, she's got, like, a really good career, and, mm-hmm. like, she is involved in this, you know? And it's not so much, like, superficial, like... Like, yeah, she's cute, but... It's not like, as superficial. Yeah, but you're like, right. oh, she's got a really good head on her shoulders. To it. Yeah. So, I was going to say, like, in the whole, like, growing thing, I feel like you've come a long way... Where, like, you're not so much like, oh, this is this Barbie girl type person that I need right. to have. Right, Where it's like, I want her to have other, like, qualities Oh, absolutely. So I think there's another, uh, to go back into why, like, obviously marriage isn't happening as much anymore and things, you know, you guys are I would saying, say maybe it's not happening as much anymore, but it's maybe just taking... It's being held up. Yeah. I think one big thing, too, is, and this is no offense to any of our parents, especially our mothers... Women are way more educated now yes. than they were back then. Like they, like, women were expected to yes. basically Bear you children. need a boyfriend in high school. You marry that guy. You live in the same town you grew up in. He goes to work. And you bear her. You children. bear his children, and that's your life. Like right. obviously, women's movements and women's rights and things like that have drastically changed the way like the world I, is. I, I think that it's drastically changed it for the hottest way possible I cannot seeing it driven and like a, a successful and oh, yeah. a, a woman that's like on her career path 
holy F, that's fucking attractive. I don't know why I said F and then fucking. Well, so, and I mean, <laughs> Travis and I talk about, like, things like this all the time, but, um, and I would guess this kind of, we kind of touched base on this in, like, a separate podcast, but within the next, like, 20 to 30 years, like, this societal norm slash pressure, I think, is going to really, really change. Because, like, you and I talk, and not to get, like, super political or whatever, but you, like, Travis and I talk about, like, with our daughter, we're always, like, if she wants to get married, if it's a boy or a girl, you know, we talk about things like that. Yeah, we randomly say stuff. We don't don't care, because it doesn't matter to us. You know, if she doesn't want to get married till she's 40, that's fine. If she never mm. wants to get married, that's fine. Like, I don't care what she does as long as she's happy. Yep. Whereas I feel like our parents are kind of like that, but they're like, I want you to be happy, but I also want you to be married with kids. Mm. We want right. you to be, you like, know? on our path, yeah. because that's what we know. They're still traditional. Yes. It's very traditional. They want you to be happy, which is obviously what every parent yeah. wants for yes. their children. Absolutely. But they want you to be happy within their box of... Because they've come with their own ideas. happiness. Yes. Their own happiness yeah. plan. They're like, I've had kids exactly. and I've been looking for grandkids for a long time. Yeah. I've had this, I had this conversation, ironically, I, uh, last week with my dad and my stepmom. And we were talking about one of my aunts. We were talking about one of my cousins and saying stuff of, you know, well, my one daughter, so my one cousin, you know, she's married, whatever. She's not going to have her own, you know, kids of her own. But this, our, our younger one, she just... She has friends. They're really good guys. You know what? She just needs to pick one of them and just settle down. I want grandkids already and just... She just needs to hurry up and pick one. And I sat there and... Like, my my dad and my stepmom both said that in, like, a kind of serious way. And I saw the conversation. I'm like, do you guys all agree with this? Because that's pretty fucked up. Because it sounds like my aunt is trying to pimp out my cousin just so that she can have (laughs) grandchildren. (laughs) That's fucked up. Yeah. Like... Does she already have grandchildren? Like a step-grandchild. Oh, okay. Like, I have that it, same thing. So it's like, like whoa, what the fuck? Like, I mean, I get it, and I get where they're coming from, and I, I realize it's coming from a place of maybe, like, of love, and they want to have this, and want to just care for these grandchildren, things like that, but you're putting pressure on people for fucked-up reasons. I'm sorry. If you, if you need to understand that your goal in life was to have, you know, children. You had children. Great. Good for you. Thank you, Mom and Dad, for bringing me into this. I'm sorry, that's the extent that you get to control. Yeah. You having grandkids, sorry, you have no fucking say in it. Like, if it's going to happen, it's going to happen, and it's not because I'm going to consult with you. So don't sit there and tell me and pressure me to be like, you need to find someone because I've been waiting for these grandbabies. Pump them out. Yeah, that's all they want. Yeah. Right. My stepdad has the exact same problem because, so like, I he's literally has said it to me so many times. And most of the time, like, after he's been drinking a little bit. Yep. He'll get a little emotional. And, yeah. when, are you, when are you going to bring home I mean, some more grandkids? I'm like, you have <laughs> literally, between my one brother and my sister, you have six fucking grandkids. <laughs> when are you, you going to be have happy? enough. <laughs> yeah, you have plenty. You have... Do so, you want to take it alone every Christmas? So then I have... Uh, yeah, exactly. And then I have my... Because you ain't skimping out. My I other you sister... These ones my other sister and my other brother, I'm sure he said the same thing to them. <laughs> it's like, dude, chill out. You have grandkids. They're enough. They're a handful. They're right. way more than enough. I think I think maybe it's those parents, they see this as like they're... 
second try at kids. They're living through you. Well, no, they're like, I fucked up with this kid. Please just have some more so that I can give another go yeah, at it and show you, like, what I wish, how I wish but, I would have treated but you. But they don't have to, they get they get all the positive yeah, they things. Grandparents are all great. Nobody's ever had a bad grandparent or grandchild, you know, like... Grandparents yeah. like the aunt and uncle that the, the kids cool actually uncle. like you yeah. more. Yeah. <laughs> See, like, I had a different, ex- I have a different experience with, like, my dad. Like, when we got married, Amanda and I, he literally was like, well, take your time having kids. There's zero rush. I mean, my parents, well, my dad said the same thing, yeah. but I think that's because I'm his daughter yeah. and I can't imagine some but, male. But, like, my, da- my dad, like, my dad, like, weird. the minute we, like, I told him, like, hey, I just, you know, proposed to Amanda, like, we're getting married. He's like, well, don't rush into anything. Like, make sure you guys get your, you know, like, your accounts figured out. Make sure he's smarter than he even knows he is. Or I shouldn't say he's smarter. He's wiser. No, oh, yeah. Yeah. But he just flat out was like, just don't rush into shit. I think that was, those were his exact words. I like, yeah, I love your dad. Yeah, well, let's all, well, not that I'm never going to listen to this. Your brother and sister. Well, yeah, he also had four grandkids it. already. My brother was two years older than me. Already is on his fifth kid, so and they married for ten years. Really rushed in the. I know we don't have a lot of time, but can we? Oh, we're gonna continue. Can we add the, to this conversation? Like, do you think um, religion has a lot to do with it? Yes, absolutely. Okay, because like obviously, like our 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 I don't want to say our generation, but like us as millennials, we're way more realistic. I think I feel like we're realists. Um, we're not as religious, yeah. traditional religious. I'm definitely, like, you not can still be religious, but there's so many things like. I, mean, I would say millennials are more spiritual than they are religious. Exactly, I think millennials, and I again I hate the word millennials, but I feel like we're more educated that we see that. And I don't want to be all controversial, but I mean, religions are almost very religions like, are. It's, it, it's very black and white, and I feel like we've embraced a very gray world, and that's because. There isn't black and white. We're blurring the lines. Right, because people are living their own story. And you don't know that person's past. So don't freaking expect them to fit into your fucking mold of what you think is is the perfect person in the perfect reality. Because it's just fucking not. Preach. The perfect reality. Because it's just fucking not. Preach, brother man. So, I mean... I mean, that's... I mean, not to be whatever. It's their story and that's fine. But that's exactly what it is with Travis's brother and sister yeah it's like, pure it religion is, it is like we are catholic i am we are supposed to bring children into this world we That's, are not gonna yeah. have anything if there's a condom in my house there'll yes. be needle holes in it all over that fucking place yes. it's and it's very much it's i'm gonna it's pump very, that bitch up it's, it's almost more old testament religion than it is new testament well, and when it, when, when ribbed say, and poked for her pleasure when you say like like trying to like i don't know push values i mean they really tried that with us oh they were they, like are you sure you want to live together before you get married? Like, so is that coming from her or birth control? So it started, she's from, a, my family is not religious. Okay. We are not. We went to church because that's what you did as a family. On a Sunday. Like I grew we up. We went to church, I'm oh, sorry, I, once a year. Yeah. <laughs> Christmas. You were called, what you call sprinkle. a sprinkle Christian. Sprinkle Christian. You got sprinkled with. Uh, did you learn that in your baby class? With yes. uh, water. Oh my when God. When you get baptized, no, no, you get sprinkled no. with rice when you're oh. married and you get sprinkled with dirt when you die. Well, don't do rice because that kills birds. I understand. That's Anyways, not a very good question. So, well, okay. Go ahead, Amanda. <laughs> well, I was going to say, real quick, 
I can tell you guys this later, but we got stood up by the church for our baby class, so I don't know if that's a good or bad sign, but... <laughs> Whatever. Anyways. So what? Anyways, Wait. Like, what? We, like, I did not grow up in a very religious family. Um, we grew up, basically, I went to Catholic and Lutheran, almost as the same thing. They're not the same. No. I mean, Grandparents were Catholic. Yeah. They're not. Knowing the difference I, I, no, between I the realize, two. No, I realize, but... When like, you... my family was Lutheran, grandparents are Catholic, but we would bounce back and forth. So I learned it as, this is pretty much the exact same thing. Why is it different? That's 100% like I was saying, because we're realists. We can see... I honestly think that makes... I loved that that's who I am now, because I understand the difference right. between, like... There's no difference. Like, we are what we it's are. It's all but... the same. You can even go as far as to say, like, being... yeah. Christian, being Jewish, being Muslim, you know, they're, they're all the same. They just have different values and morals. But to answer like and rules, Corey's question of where did this come from? Obviously, not my family. Okay. Like with my, brother. I just didn't know if like it, it started came from then, like, all of a sudden you're the youngest, so then no, they were very laissez faire with you. No, like, hey, came, go do what you want. God, no, <laughs> it came from her family. Um, her dad wanted her to be a nun. She was Holy the only girl. Sweet baby Jesus. Did not end up being a nun. Now here's the there's they're not gonna listen to this, so I'm fine telling the story. Her dad is a pharmacist. Science. Science and religion do not mix. Right? <laughs> like that is a philosophical truth. Science and religion do not mix. Yeah. He's a pharmacist. Um it was downloading. Oh. So, like he would actually he got through out of the town we grew up in because he would actually turn down women for birth control. Oh gosh. Because he was so <laughs> hardcore religious. Oh, give this fucker a hey, He actually the town almost like chased him out. Good. That's how hardcore religious they are. A man of science did not he had such religious morals. He would not go against them for scientific benefit. It's like a separation of church and state. There should be Absolutely. a separation of medicine should be. in church. So well, one other thing that bugs me is like politicians that run on very religious values. It's that's for votes. I mean, we. All I know it is, out. but it's like. But that's where that all came from. So then, my brother was very susceptible in high school. Of he wasn't the most social. He was kind of what you would call not an outcast, but he was very nerdy. Very, he had like his two friends and they all hung out together and it just happened he connected with her her so, family was very like yep. well spoken like her family could stand up and give a speech they were in front from of your family in your school they grew up together yeah okay yeah like they could like they were very uh what do you call that when you have great presentation you know uh, you, you yeah, prim and proper not prim and proper, but they're very uh, like Steve Jobs was very good at just getting charismatic. captivating, yeah, oh, charismatic and captivating. That's who they are. And my brother just got sucked in, like tractor beam, sucked into the vortex. Oh, yeah. That's what happens in cults. And and basically, yeah. So he became very, Dude, very religious. Is this me Netflix original about your like brothers? <laughs> very well could be. But essentially, in college, are they got, part of that South Dakota cult? No, that was Ooh, that started elsewhere. Bummer. But uh, he got married before twenty, so he was still in college. Whoa, he was under age to drink. God. Had his first kid by twenty one. <laughs> right, twenty one, twenty two. If you work hard. Oh my goodness! But that's just who they are. They want five so, kids. Okay, good I'm for gonna, them. We don't. I right. They have more. I'm gonna ask you to be completely unbiased. Like, clearly, you just set the stage of how you feel about that. 
And I, and I completely respect that. Answer this 100% truthfully, you two, Amanda, because you obviously know them, I don't want to say maybe as much as Travis, like, but, you know, you've been around them. Do you truly, please set aside that you think that what they're doing is batshit crazy, do you think they are happy? Absolutely. Yes. Yeah. They're 100% happy with who they are. Thank good for them. What I will yeah. say, though, in defense of... This is just actually a side story. They're happy, to answer your question. You think they're very satisfied? I think they're extremely satisfied in who they are and their life. Then I love it. Here's what I'll say, though. My brother is very successful and very well off. If he wasn't, I don't think they would be very happy. Well, Why do you say that? She can stay at home and take care of five kids on his salary, and he can work and do what he wants as he pleases. My brother is extremely successful. I was going to say, I think they're happy. The thing that makes me mad, and this, I mean, this can go along with anything. It's like, you know, the more you have, the more you complain. But she'll be like, like, she chose to stay at home. She chose to homeschool. She chose, you know, to do all these things. But then she'll be like, well, I just want five minutes away from my kids. Yeah. It's like, no. Yeah. Like, you chose this life. Yeah. If you wanted it's five minutes away from your kids, is then you should have gotten a job. Yeah. Like, sorry, not sorry. No, yeah, they're very religious because it's religious homeschooling. Um, yeah, they're very happy. I think a lot of their economic welfare plays into a lot of well, it, yeah. obviously. But money doesn't buy happiness, Travis. I agree. I think they would be happy. It makes happiness things. easier to achieve. That's what oh, I'm 100%. saying. That's what I'm saying. Is, <laughs> that's what I'm saying is... I agree it doesn't buy it, but it sure as hell makes it a lot easier to be happy when you don't have to worry about money. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, I think there's a threshold where you get to uh, – I think there's a, probably a pew study, Travis. Mr. There probably was. I'll look I want to like, figure out a nickname of like, either call you Mr. Encyclopedia or something with your lovely stats, which I appreciate because it helps set the, set the stage for us. But I just think it's like funny. We should call them Webster. Anyway, I think there's a study, Travis, oh, homework here. assignment for next – find this study Got that – once you hit a threshold of salary, it that is a Go lot on. more letters than I've said. <laughs> I get what you're saying. That Here's you, what I propose. It's like a bell curve. You hit a point where you hit that happiness what I income. The more you make, the more problems you have. Here's it's more money, more problems. We already know that. I mean, we've got 99 problems. Oh, you, guys start, you, guys start giving, you guys start giving me money, and when I stop being happy with it, I will let you know. Well, here's what I'll say to get back into the religious conversation real quick. Not to go more political. Can we do an IOUs? They pushed that onto us. Monopoly money. The moment we got married, I got handed a book. I don't remember what it said. It was something about the... This is your brother and sister-in-law? Yeah, my brother randomly walks in. We're at my father's house. Walks in when I'm by myself and like whispers we to me. Married. Oh, we weren't married yet. And he hands me this book of like how to be a good Christian in marriage or, you know, basically like don't have premarital sex is essentially what the book <laughs> too was. Late. Yeah, too I late. Mean, like, yeah, because in our, in my mind, I'm not going to speak for Amanda. You should have looked back and be like, wait. We weren't supposed to do <laughs> <Yeah>. this. <laughs> in my mind, I think part of a relationship before you get married, you should have sex with that person yes. to make sure you're compatible. Make sure they're good. Well, not, <laughs> it doesn't even have anything to do with that. It's to make sure that it's 
Obviously, if they're bad, if you don't like sex with them, that's going to deter you. But oh, yeah. That's what I'm saying is Oh, compatible. you just got to work at it. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Compatible. Like, if yeah, sex is horrible. for a while and come back. <laughs> no, I wouldn't want that. But, but and, and this is how you get good. This is going to sound horrible and not that we need to, like, go down this rabbit hole because we probably shouldn't. Well, maybe but I I'm, want to. I'm already there. Maybe well, we I do want I to. feel like, like those two, like, obviously they've had sex five times. We that's that. that's our joke. But that's I, it. Five, but kids, I five times having sex. I can't even imagine how vanilla their sex. Do you think he watches is. porn? No. No, because they are. What? We've taken like wedding classes. We had to do it to get married in a church where people like them have flat out said like, "You're not allowed to come. You're not allowed to unless it's inside the woman you're going to." Okay, I don't mean to be graphic, be but holy. Fuck, that's gotta be just like a, literally a jar of mayonnaise just dumped on someone at... <laughs> no, no shit! In, in someone. In, in someone, someone, not on someone. Yeah, we're not a scary movie original. Wherever here. it ends up, we're not on, in, to the around, Sorry, in or Anna, around... You are a treasure. to spill the Lord's seed. In, in or around... That's what it is. But no, yeah. no wonder why, if they only have sex five times, it's guaranteed because Hashtag literally... masturbation like, is murder. He's <laughs> literally probably yes. just like... Blows a hole through her, like oh my god! Oh, but that's what it is. The force behind be that is just to hold. <laughs> Could you Lord. imagine cigarette after cigarette? <laughs> I couldn't even imagine. I bet it felt I mean, good. Corey can't even go twelve hours. I, I bet you would have a heart attack after that. Like it was like. <laughs> but like, but that's where we're saying. Yeah. Like Amanda, here, go ahead. Well, I was gonna say, I just like don't see like that part of their life being like passionate. I just feel like it's like well. That we have a purpose. It's a job. Behind yes. this. So let's get it done. Let's make it happen. And then, you know, next time. So we'll we talk with some friends of ours. So and literally, know oh too. my God. So we no, talk. I don't know. I'm just, this no, is my speculation. We don't know, but this is like our joke speculation because of how religious Show him are. Wolf of Wall Street. Like, dude, you, <laughs> gotta, you gotta get your numbers up, bro. <laughs> so we've talked with like friends of ours and you know them too, you know, out in the other states, Colorado and whatnot. But, like, having a kid, like, the fun of having a kid is having sex, like, non-stop. But oh, I will... she's a freak, too. I will also... Oh, yeah, but we're just saying, like... I will also say, too, when... This is, like, please, I know. When you are trying to have a kid... It gets it very takes, scientific. It takes a little bit of the fun out of it because you're like, well, we have to do this now yeah. because this is our best shot, so, mine. like... Dude, you just need to fuck like you're in high school because high school kids get pregnant all the time. Yeah. It's a but different. that's because of different hormones. Right? <laughs> yeah. So drink some UV blue, <laughs> right? UV blue monster, lemonade. and have horrible nutrition. Maybe some fish sticks. <laughs> yup. And you'll, you'll fuck it. But did you say yo? You like putting fish sticks in your mouth? Ew. <laughs> Where um, else would you put them? <laughs> so shout out to South Park. <laughs> for, like for them, I feel like their quote unquote societal pressure is the Bible. Absolutely. So, like full circle it. The Bible so, and her yeah. family. Her family. Hardcore. Okay, so at some point is she gonna get her tube tied? No, tie no because that's you're not allowed scientific. To. You're you not allowed to. So if they want to have five kids and that's the number they want, they're literally just never gonna Why do you, sex yeah, Here's what I'm gonna say is No, because they're doing natural family planning. Yeah. What does that mean? It means you have sex when you are not fertile. So a woman is only still, fertile no, like no, five no, times. No, like, no, that's still abortion then because if you're killing a murder. <laughs> no. Because if, no, if you're blowing the load, that's still a, that's still a like, fucking... No, it isn't. No. You're, you're, yeah, but you're barking it, up it, a no, tree. It's, it's the same in a, in a, thing. In a roundabout way. Yes, because, it is. Because you're planning on not... Yes. yes. 
getting but, her pregnant. But, you're but, basically yes hypocrisy. You, you are planning to the murder the children. Supports it. Yes. Oh, that's, that's, that's how ironic. That's, that's what, what we're saying. That's what we're saying. Oh my god, I'm gonna find the little fucking loopholes. That's what we're saying. No, exactly. That's what we're saying. So you got oh god. My blood pressure and heart rate is rising. I'm so li- fucking fast. Really by it. the way, that's bad for your sperm. <laughs> well, that's okay. I would not have a couple knuckle children tonight because I don't give a shit. But yeah, oh I was going to say, God. like, that's what they, they like. Like, the church will teach you natural family planning because they don't want you to use contraceptives. But they're also like, if you aren't, oh if you God. aren't capable we of understand having a children, the devil a child, yeah. yes, then you should Great enjoy your marriage and be one as a couple with God, yeah. but at the right time in which you won't bring a child into this world. So would like natural, like, okay. First so off, it's bull. Natural family planning. Yes. That means that he is coming inside of her still. Yes. yes. So could she do like oral? No. No. Absolutely not. Why? I think it's well, all up according to her, the church, that's it could be like a ma- immaculate conception. No, according she, to she get pregnant, the swimmers swam down her throat. No, then a quick U-turn no. at the hoo-ha went Dear back no. inside of her. You need to go back burn. to sex. He needs <laughs> to go back to biology class and learn I'm how the body being works. Ridiculous no. to prove a point of like this is fucked up. No, no we sex, get it. Dude. Sex they, is they only one way. Yeah, and I was say, yeah, they don't literally say you have to come inside of her or whatever. Well, they pretty because if you pull out, if you pull out like. Yeah, it's just on her chest or fucking the belly button. That's murder. It is. <laughs> the minute he pulls out, and even there's a dribble, Dude, I murder, have a, I have a, murder. I have a funeral for every spilled <laughs> Oh, dear God. <laughs> Your four pets. <laughs> he sings Ave Maria <laughs> every single time. But yeah, back to where we started with this. <laughs> Religion. I'm does just, just play a that. very big part in well, societal pressure. It's a different kind of pressure. Yeah, it's an absolutely. <laughs> don't dig up this backyard because there's a whole lot of little mini caskets. Okay. <laughs> little vials. It's a lot of work to yeah. masturbate. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Paul, you've been a Paul Bear many, too many times. That was illiteracy. <laughs> Weird. Yeah. So yeah, there are societal pressures, different types of pressures, whether it's from yeah, families. That's literally only one. Families, religion. Are there any other outside type pressures you guys feel? Like other than family and like religion, is there anything else? No, because I, mean, I think the have, outside like, things are more so. Too. Is there friend pressure? I mean, you oh, could. Yeah, there is. Amanda wants us to find another there girl. Is, the girl, I do. Jesus. Well, this, it no, depends on and your like friends. this is to Amanda. Like she, to take her side, Amanda wants like a girl. Friend, well, get in on this Bumble, group. get on the BFF. Yeah, you, you guys have literally pressured us already. You're like, hurry up and knock somebody up so we, our friend, our kid can have friends. Yeah, I'm but like, that's... if your kid is having problems making friends, that's not my problem. Yeah, because I, and then She's if I do have a kid, yeah, so she has so many friends. If your kid has problems <laughs> yeah. making friends, I probably don't want my kid to hang out with your kid because right. they're gonna be fucking weird. So how about this? Now that we're talking about having kids. Uh, a CNN article actually posted more stats. You, you had, like earlier tonight, you were facts. like, "This is my last stat." Of yeah, the but I'm you I'm messing with you. What's like the single people are having this? more sex Maybe than married people as of 2017? Okay, Sorry, single people are having more sex than married people for the first time in a census like survey since 2017. I have literally always had more sex because family people. planning. No, it's basically moving past... Here, I'll just read it. Moving that's past the teens and on to people 18 and older, 
The same holds true. Adults are having less sex than they used to. We actually heard about this. Uh, they talked about it on the radio show the other morning where like high school teens are having less sex, which they actually attribute to teen mom. Dumb. <laughs> like it's actually deterred teens from having sex. Why? Sex is good. We should have a teen mom episode. Yeah. Basically, analyzing survey data collecting from more than 26,000 people between 1989 and 2014, researchers found that the average person now has sex around nine fewer times per year than the average person in the early 90s. It's not much. It's only nine times. So, I mean, that's like a whole year. Yeah, but when, when you're single, that's a lot. I'm doing family planning. <laughs> <laughs> Here we go. So it says not all groups follow the same sexual trajectory. The drop was especially pronounced for the people who were married or divorced compared to the people who had always been single. In fact, according to one of several ways of looking at the data, singles are now having more sex often than married people. It was something like for the first time ever, the census data basically said singles are having more sex than married people because of like dating apps. Well, yeah, dating apps have basically just exploded so and they've people. also brought back into like women like women have way more rights nowadays to just go out and bang whoever they want it's not <laughs> it's not right <laughs> I was going to say they, they always always, they've always had the rights but it's more it's acceptable socially acceptable yeah it's yes. acceptable thank yeah. god for that girl in 1995 who rode in the back of the sex bus who fought for the rights <laughs> just fuck whoever she wanted of course bringing back his like late night showtime <laughs> cinemax type episodes yeah so congratulations guys who are single <laughs> And females who are having who are single, you did it. You did it. Let's give a clap for single people. Yeah. Also, single people are lying on those surveys. I agree. I have sex a hundred times a week. (laughs) And I'm single single AF. I mean, sex with my hand counts, right? No, definitely not. It's just me coming. Hand job's still a job, man. (laughs) It only has to result in me murdering a baby. I mean, okay, let me just really, really real quick. Yeah, Jesus. not that so we don't get any like hate mail. Not that religion is bad. Again, if you're happy, it's fine. Yeah, if you're happy, you're happy. Just please don't push your religious ways onto others. Well, that's that's also part of their religion, like to spread the word. Spread the word. That's fine. We don't need to get. That was just literally one societal pressure yeah right absolutely. amongst many yes. we feel it from that or from our families right. and from our friends but overall the pressures are becoming less and less absolutely yes like statistics actually show yeah the more time more this is a people, revolution the more that old people die the less that <laughs> it's very, well, yeah, but that's you know, like what we said. I mean, that's like what we said. Like, Shut up, Marty, within like twenty to Shut thirty up, Marge. years, hopefully there won't be any sort of like societal pressure like that because it'll just be our generation will be like, do what you want. Yeah, when, Marge, I fucked more times yeah. this week when than you we have last two years. <laughs> Shut your yapper. When we reach the age of fifty, let's see, what is there? There's four of us. <laughs> One of us is still going to be single. Wow, I thought that was five for a second. I don't know if that honestly literally is, and I hate to, I don't think that stat works because the two of you are married. Well, I get that, but what I'm saying is they basically say one out of four. So I'm saying one of you two by the time you're 50 out of four. Invite two more people here. We'll do what? Be married. 
one out of four people by the time our age group, millennials, reaches the age of 50, will the, still be single. They can't their entire this, life. They can't use this, this pool. You have to get invited See, to them. I also disagree. Who are single. I, I They're say, just saying, based off the trend that's not disagreeing with that stat, but it says single at the age of 50. But you, you could have been married before. Yeah, you could have been <laughs> married and divorced. You could have been in like they're very not, serious. They're not counting those. You can be in very serious relationships. Maybe you're technically like, certain maybe times. Like, they're actually not counting married. those. They talked about that. You're talking about literally being they single. They've literally been single their entire life. They have no. chosen to be single. Deny the fact that there are people who say, I'm choosing to be single. Yeah, but... Def- I'm not. I'm just saying... But no. Define- I'm just saying no. You don't have the fact that you, that's what it says. If yeah. you've gone on one no, date, you're literally not one. single right. for one date. Ooh, now we're getting into the what does dating mean oh and how do you describe God. what dating is. You definitely do it. Where, when, do you, when do you define your relationship? Yeah, how do you define your relationship? Not Are you dating when? or when you went on a date? Because if it's by what Mike just said, the moment you go on a date, you've been in a relationship. That's what I'm saying. Like those stats, those stats are a little weird to me. Well, it's, it's a sense. I feel. Girl I feel like that would be like they've never been married. They basically think, say yeah, they had to have had relationships because technically, because technically, if you're in a relationship, you've been in a relationship. If they you, just say you've been single your whole life. Yeah, because even when even like when you're in a relationship, if you're not married to the government, you're single. Yeah, absolutely. So that's what that means. I, yeah, because like, it's the census period. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So it's just not married. Yes. So yeah, that so that is a by this time, biased. by the time you're fifty, our age, which we can include us because we're in our age group, we're already married. No, that's, yes, you can. Why do we have to start over? No, yeah, they're part of the... We're fucking, part of the age They're part of the group. census. So by the time we're all 50, one of you two is going to be married. And only one, only one out of four is going to be cutting, single. We're yep. cutting your chances. Yeah, you, you three will <laughs> no, be married. No, I just don't think it's... How are you not understanding that? We've I'm under-fucking-standing been... and I'm not an idiot. <laughs> yeah. Jesus Christ. Well, you're making, you're a, arguing you're making a, a pretty good yeah. point of being an idiot. <laughs> oh, fuck you. I'm kidding. All right, so let's get let's wrap this up. Amanda, do you Give still feel... Give a buzz feel... blitz, baby. Let's buzz this blitz tonight. Do you still feel, after our conversation tonight, that there are societal pressures to be married or be in a relationship? Yeah, I still think that there are, it's just, like I said, like, originally, I think they just come, like, a little bit later. Like, for us, you know, back in the day, it was like, oh, you're in your early 20s and you're not married. Now I feel like it's, like, bumped up to, like, oh, you're in your early 30s and you're not married. But I still think that there are pressures, for sure. Mike? I stand by my original statement. I, I think, yeah, there are pressures, mostly from family. Societal pressures, though... Are way less. Absolutely. Like in, as a whole, it probably has to do with like I only uh, socialize with people of like like-minded people of the same people age that range. Are pressuring you. <laughs> exactly. If you're pressuring me, I'm not talking to you. I don't. I just don't. You subside to pressure. I just fucking ignore it. Yeah. So that's why I originally said no, but. Oh, you said not as well, much as there used to be. Thanks, facts guy. Hey, I write it down. <laughs> you need to figure out names. Stats guy, facts, stats. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna stick hey, with. Statsy, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna stick with my same and say, yeah, there are, but it's not as much as it used to be. I think I agree with Amanda, where we basically say that it's instead of the twenties. Now I think it's the thirties. Just like when everybody says when you're in your thirties, it's now like being in your twenties. Thirties and new twenty. Yeah, thirties yes. and new twenty. That's absolutely true. So now just take that into marriage and relationships. 
Now, once you start hitting the age 30, that's when people are going to be like, yeah, dude, what do you like? Mm-hmm. Are you planning on being married or is it just not working now? So that's why I just still just don't understand. Why do people ask that question? It's like, just what does because it, it matter to you. It right? doesn't matter. That's just how it is. It does matter so, to them. So, yeah. It obviously matters to them somewhat because right. they're asking you. But there's I think there's I, actually people actually literally ask you that. Like, but I think are where you going to get married or what's going on? But I think where I'm you're arguing you, is fucking care. I think where you're arguing is different. Do you like boys? No, because what you <laughs> we know it, right? We know it. what your stance is. Like, right. We get it. So we're not going to ask you. Yeah, and, and the people. Amanda just wants us to have a girl. Which is no, let's just put out applications for a girl. If more people were just upfront and honest with what the hell they want. Now, granted, not everybody knows what they want. No, people don't care. No, but to no, the but people, if you were upfront with me and said I'm never gonna get married, I don't want kids. To be like, cool, dude. But, you do. But to the people that are asking you that, you're the anomaly because everybody yes. they know is married and has kids. Yes. So when True. they look at you and you're single, they're like, well, what the hell's wrong? Like, get a wife, have some babies. Like, and you probably have not. When I was your age, I probably have not kids right now. Most, you probably haven't stated to them just flat out like. Uh, I'm not doing this, not doing this. I, even if you have, they're like, okay, but what it, the hell's wrong with okay, you? Okay, yeah, it took, it you, took like, a while. Like, you're the anomaly. It took a while, but because I had never, before the age of like 26, 27, I never actually put that much thought into it. Yeah. But when I actually sat down, and it was mostly like towards the end of my last relationship, and, you know, moving forward, I never actually literally like sat down and thought like, okay, what do I really want? Out of life. Yeah. And I basically came to the conclusion, I absolutely do not want to bring another child into this world. Because there's plenty of children out there. If I were to have a kid, I would adopt. Hell yeah. 100%. Because, and obviously this has nothing to do with you guys bringing, like, I love what you guys are doing. You're starting a family. 100%, that's great. If I wanted to start a family, I would actually probably go out and adopt. Because there's kids out there that need it. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, so, absolutely. Like I said, I never, before that age, like I never actually like sat down and thought about it, but I actually have, and I come up with a conclusion that I will not, obviously marriage is like, I probably will never get married, don't care to, but I will not ever have kids. And I, so when family kept asking me and asking me like, you know, what's going on? It's not like they were like constantly pressuring me but you know they the, the little comments right oh absolutely. is what gets you oh it's just that a dig so dig. it is it is they're, it's not their kidney shot they, they don't even know they're doing it they sneak it it's in. just sneak it they're not trying to do it to be i negative. ask it because uh, i care exactly it's but they don't even whatever but i have finally at the you know ripe age of 30 fucking told them straight up Stop asking me. I will not have kids. I'm never bringing kids into the right. world. Right. Period. Point blank. That's the end of this conversation. All right. Stop. Let's talk about something else. Yep. Okay. Corey, your final thoughts? You said yes, there are pressures. Yeah, and I, and I would uh, second what Mike said earlier, or earlier in right. his final statement, of societal pressures, big picture, yes, reduced. Um, in our, maybe, you know, family or, or our very more so, like, localized Environments, I think that it remains, and that I, I get that it's all situational. It's all based on, um, you know, their what they're what they're looking for, what they're hoping for you. And like Mike just said, of yes, they say things in this constant dig or these constant like questions. 
we all understand that they don't mean it in a negative necessarily necessary way, but to you know, Mike and I, who have both voiced our opinions of that, we're very happy with who we are, and if we find someone great, if we don't, that's just what was in the cards. I think my thing now moving forward and hearing kind of this conversation it was a huge eye opener for me. I think my convert question am I ever going to have the balls to say this because I would say the biggest societal pressure for me is my family and they'll like make these underhanded comments and not underhanded in a negative way but of like a oh who are you texting are you going to bring our girl to Christmas <laughs> blah 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 whatever the fuck of like I maybe should even just balls up one time and just ask them point blank list 10 people right now who are married who are happy and just mic here. drop it Ooh. No, I'm not. I'm not trying to be like an asshole about it, but let's look at reality. Of like, there's so many people who are in relationships who are not happy that are doing I it just to check you. a box. And yes, maybe they can list ten people. If they can, great. Honestly, you box me. I don't give a shit. My point. My point is that. Unfortunately, the divorce rate is as high as it is, and that's not a reason for me to be like, oh, I'm going to hold off on it. No, that's not why. But at the same time, I'm not going to jump into it for the sake of just jumping into it to appease other people. And that's my point. And maybe I need to just I mean, you know, ex- express that and share that. Of like, this is what it is. I get it that you're just asking me because you want me to find someone. Sweet, cool, yeah, in a perfect world. It'd be fun to have a significant other. If, if I'm supposed to, I, I'd love to have kids. If that's in the cards, it's in the cards. But... If it's not, it's not. I don't, I'm not going to sit here and be all fucking depressed and be like, eh, my life is a failure because at X age, I don't have 15 kids. Like, it is what it is. So. Word. Cool. Hey, connect with your friends <laughs> on Instagram and Twitter at AWS Podcast. Like and share our pages to help us spread the word. Don't forget to subscribe to our podcast on Anchor.fm, iTunes, Overcast, Pocket Cast, and Radio Play or wherever else you listen to your podcasts. Email us at adultingwithfriends at gmail.com and tell us how you like the show. As always, give it the her her try. End the show. All right, sweet. Well, thanks for listening, guys. It was, it was great. I'm trying to stop the show. Stop. I think Please start, stop recording. I think when you start talking, stop.